0: Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to the Slick Talk Podcast show. I am your host, Shane Ahmad. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Hey, you know what? Today, guys, I have something that's been on my chest that I would like to get off of my chest and talk to you guys about. Um, well, I actually got a few things I want to talk to you guys about. That's why we call it a Slick Talk Podcast Show, because I come here and talk some slick ass shit, and that's what I'm here to do tonight, so get ready for it. Um, but yeah, today's title of this episode is going to be called The Audacity. That's right. Entitled The Audacity. Um, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about some scenarios where people have, got me or my people fucked up recently. And I want to talk about it. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. All right, guys, I'm back. Before we get started, well, before I get started in today's show uh, entitled The Audacity, I would like to send my heartfelt condolences to Cyrus Carmack Belton, a young man who was shot and killed in Columbia, South Carolina for um, apparently not... Uh, doing anything but being an innocent 14 year old man who went inside of a store and was accused of stealing and was gunned down outside of the store running for his life. Um, and was gunned down by the store owner, uh, Mr. Rick Chow, who shot and killed him in the back. Uh, My condolences to Cyrus Carmack Belton and his family. This is a tragic, tragic um, incident that's happened in where, you know, in the town where I live. It made headline news. And you know what? I still think about it. Um, And I said, you know what? I need to do a a little talk on my podcast show about this because it's been bothering me. I need to get some shit off my chest because I can't necessarily talk about this stuff with my coworkers because I'm new on a job again. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I'm new in a job again, and you know I'm kind of like cautious with cautious with these people, and I definitely can't talk about this stuff with people I go to school with, and then my friends and things. They already know what I, you know how I feel, but still, yet I was like, you know what? Let me come to my podcast show and, and throw this these ideas out here. So yeah, um, so apparently this uh the store owner Rick Chow, who is of Asian descent, it appears, um, decided that he wanted to run down run behind this black young man. Accused him of stealing. Um, I guess it was a water bottle, uh, a bottle of water from what it sounds like from the news. You know, you know, after reading the reports, news reports, the coroner reports, the uh, police reports, um, he was not armed. Apparently, Mr. Belton got into a fight with um, the store owner's son, allegedly, and it, it spilled over into the outside parking lot and allegedly the store owner's son. Yelled and told his dad that Mr. Bolton had a gun on him. So the store owners, you know, decided to get his weapon and to chase the man and shoot and kill him in the back. Um, As a former, uh, well, not police officer, but a former law enforcement officer, I will tell you, if you shoot anyone in the back, um, especially if they were were not armed, you were really you are really no good. You are a coward. You're silly. You have lost your mind and whatever happens to you just happens to you whether you get killed um in jail or you know you get illnesses or whatever like whatever happens to you or happens to you you went and killed a young black man 14 year old man who was just out minding his business Granted, we all know these kids nowadays are extremely disrespectful and it's no telling you know what type of attitude Mr. Belton had but it does not you know correlate to him losing his life especially when he's unarmed um you can't be a store owner in this state of South Carolina and go off and shoot and kill someone um, outside of your store. Um, they do have what is called, um, i f- i f- like stand your ground. Like if you, if you do own a business in the state of South Carolina, you do not have to have a license to carry a weapon with inside of your store. You can defend your store, but you can't leave your store and go and take matters into your own in your own hands. When you do that, then you get in trouble. Um, right now, Rick Child's dumbass, crazy ass, foreign ass, ignorant ass, is sitting in jail right now. Um, his bond was denied because the judge said that she felt that he was a flight risk. It has been alleged that his wife and son have already moved back you know, to whatever country they're from. They can go back, please don 't come back, and, um, but you can't bring your Mr. Chow back, because he has to stay here and pay his time, because unfortunately Mr. Bilton is in his grave behind some dumbass shit. So Mr. Rick Chow, you have fun being in jail, and it looks like probably you will never get out, and if you do get out, you're going to endure some hell in prison. So um, so the reason I'm actually bringing this up, and I said, you know, the name of, the title of this show is called "The Audacity." Well, I'm going to correlate that into why I feel Mr. Rick Chow had the audacity to kill a young 14-year-old black man. And some people may say, Shane, why do you have to make it such a race issue? Well, let's be real here. I live in America. Everything's about race. Um, you know, a lot of white people may say, oh, you know, you get you make things so racial and stuff like this. Well, your people always do it. When I walk inside of a store, I'm being, you know, looked up and down, you know, because of my race, as if I am less than or I'm overly aggressive or I'm here to do bad business. And I'm not, you know, so it's just kind of like you got, you know, some, you know, some people say everything's not about a race. But unfortunately, a lot of times it is. And I feel, you know, I feel attacked as a black man for this young man to be killed by an Asian man. One, the man is is a foreigner, you know, living here in America, trying to live the American dream and shit like that. And you come over here and you kill some people. This is my thing. Um, this is this is my thoughts about that. And I'm not going to keep you guys long tonight. I just want to get this stuff off my chest. My thoughts about a foreign ass man coming over to a country to make a living. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with whatever country you come from, coming to America, you have a plan, you want to, you know, live the American dream, you want to succeed, you know, you want to live the good life. There's nothing wrong with that. I 100% support that. But there's a thing that I have noticed with Asian people, um, Indian people, Arabic people specifically, is when they come over to America, to the United States of America, Is it just me or is it does it seem that they are more racist and standoffish and prejudiced and hateful as some of these white people in this in this country who has been to us for so many years? You know, like it maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just my perception. Um, And, you know, like, you know, like, say, for instance, you go into an Asian restaurant and stuff like this. Rarely do you see black people working in there. You know, but oftentimes they're catering to the black community, whether it's food like Chinese restaurants, that's usually like in black neighborhoods or whether it's like hair stores and hair supply stores and things like that, which are often less we Let's be real here are in black neighborhoods and things like this. And oftentimes you go in these facilities or these businesses and they're running the business. They don't have anyone who looks like you in there working for them. And they have this idea of taking your less than or, you know, you know, just being very condescending a a lot of men, nature. And I'm, I'm not saying all of them that way, but I have noticed in my time, my 35 years on this earth, I have noticed. It does seem like that more specifically with like the Asian people and Indian people uh, or Arabics, you know, the Arabs, you know, like you go into like what some people may call a bodega or a gas station and an Arab runs the place and they're just extremely racist up front. Um, They're they're mean, they're, you know, they're nasty um, and it's just kind of like, we don't notice you doing this with the white people. Nor, nor does it seem like you guys are really trying to make business off of white people you're, you're, you're making your money off of black people in black neighborhoods you know you're coming to the ghettos and you're opening up convenience stores and you're selling Lucy's out the packs and selling you know cheap ass beer that'll fuck up your stomach and things like this and all kind of things and sex pills and stuff like this to the niggas excuse my language but at the same time you have no respect for your clientele Um, so with that being said, I'm glad, you know, like I said, I'm glad the judge decided to hold his ass and not, you know, release him on bond because he would probably flee the country and probably would never come back and probably would never face justice. Hey nigga. Well, not nigga, but Hey, yellow nigga, you're in America. You did the crime. Now it's time to do the fucking time. Um, and like I said, I hope he's prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Um, or whatever. But this is also another thing that's been on my mind. Um, I may have said this in previous shows. As I get older, I find it very, very hard to shop where I cannot be hired. Um, and people say, you know, you might say, Shane, what do you mean? I'm going to say this. You may find a very small percentage of Chinese restaurants... Arabic gas stations or Asian, you know, supply stores or, you know, hair supply stores or like Indian restaurants where you have people that look like myself um, working in there. And as I get older, if I don't have the option to come and work for you or work with you work side by side and, you know, you don't, you know, you don't want to hire people look like me. Well, then you also don't want my money as well. So, you know, so as I get older, you know, I'm, I'm really abiding by that sentiment because it's just kind of like this is getting ridiculous because I have known several black business owners over the years and I've had conversations with them and I've often asked them, you know, who who's their clientele? Like, what is their demographic? And oftentimes they will say, you know, other black people, you know, other black people or small percentage of white people. It's rare that any of these black business owners ever told me that they had an Asian clientele or, you know, they had an Arabic clientele. Like, you know, have you guys ever, you know, and I'm just talking to the black folks. I'm sorry, you know, anybody who's listening to this show who is not of black descent. But this is specifically a question for other African-Americans or black people or whatever the hell you want to call yourself. Have you ever gone into a black soul food restaurant and seen Chinese people sitting down eating there, eating there. Have you ever gone into an Indian restaurant and sit down and you looked around and you've seen... I mean, I'm sorry. Have you ever gone into a, a soul food restaurant and sat down and looked around and saw Indian people sitting in there? Have you? Have you seen Indians or Asians in mass numbers going to support any black owned business ever. Now, I'm guilty of this. I'll say this. There's times I have gone to Asian restaurants many times. And I've looked around and there's all kinds of people in there. Also, I've gone to Indian restaurants and, you know, Asian businesses and I've looked around. And I'm thinking, wow, there's nothing but, you know, a lot of black people giving these people their business But when you see them interact with us a lot of times, oftentimes it's in a very rude and nasty way. Granted, I will say my people can be very hard to do business with and very hard to deal with. But that's not everyone. Everyone's not looking for a discount. Everyone's not coming into your store to steal, you know. So it's just kind of it it gets it gets on my nerves. Um, But, yeah, it's just it just, you know, it just makes me think like you never see Asian people giving business to blacks. I mean, they could be, but, you know, in mass numbers, you never see Asian people visiting, you know, um, black owned real estate companies or hiring a black attorney and things like that. And maybe, you know, people say everything should not be about race and stuff like that. But at the same time, I distinctly believe these people have a very negative disposition against black people in general to where they do not trust us for any of our things and they don't support our communities so I'm going to say this and it may bite me in the ass one day but I'm going to go ahead and say it when Asian people are on TV and they're being blindsided and receiving hate um, you know hate, hate threats and you know because of you know the COVID-19 and some of the stuff that they've done in this world I have no sympathy for them my people have been going through hell for hundreds and hundreds of years, they can get a little bit too. How many times do you see them coming to our aid? Rare. You may get one or two, and those usually those one or two are someone who like black dick or black pussy. You never see an Indian coming to our aid, you know. um And I'm gonna be really honest. I remember years ago, I had a I had a new general practitioner, doctor, because my my regular general practitioner. Um, retired, and his replacement was an Indian woman, and she came and dealt with me one day, and she came in there talking that talking like this. And, you know, she may have been the best doctor in the world. But I'm be really honest with you. I'm sorry, lady. I'm good. People who look and act like you, I don't want doctoring on me because I guarantee fucking damn T you. If the roles were reversed, she would have thought the same exact thing. So. I might be a little prejudiced when it comes to things. I know that may be true, but, um, that was her first and last time ever seeing me. I went, and, um, I went to the person up front and asked, you know, who can, you know, who can I work with later? You know, not work with later, but who, what other doctors available to take me, take, take me over, um, as a general practitioner, they didn't have anyone who was available. So what, so what did I do? I completely left, and you know, found me another doctor. I'm sorry. I'm not going to have some Indian woman doctoring on me. I'm not going to have some Asian woman doctoring on me. I'm going to be really honest. Give me another black person or maybe an older white person to doctor on me. That's it. I I, I I don't want that. Because how many of them do not want someone who looks like me doctoring on them? Let's be honest here. You know, let's be really honest. I bet if you get a panel of black doctors today and you get a panel of white doctors and you ask them, what is your percentage of Asian or Indian or Arabic descent patients? I guarantee you the white doctors would have a higher percentage, you know, because, you know, a lot of them just are hateful and look down on black folks. And it may you know, that's their, that's their opinion. That's their position. I get it. I understand it. I don't have to support it and I don't have to give you my business either, bitch. Okay. But yeah, guys, that's enough on that. Um, like I said, my rest in peace to Cyrus Carmack Belton, and fuck you, Rick Chow. I hope the worst for you in jail. You should have never killed that young man, and you, you know you should have never taken his life um, for something so, so something so petty. And I hope that you are live, you know, or you are beside yourself and having a hard time sleeping at night because you should. But all right, guys, hold tight. I'll be back with the second half of this show. real quick i just wanted to say happy juneteenth to everybody who's under the sound of my voice right now who's listening to this show who actually give a damn or acknowledge or support juneteenth or whatever the case may be happy juneteenth yes 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 Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm back. This is uh, Shane Amata. I'm the host of the Slick Talk podcast show. And the title of today's show is called The Audacity. And guys, I had a, you know, kind of a serious conversation in the first part of the show. Um, you know, where I talked about the audacity of uh, Rick Chow, the man who killed that uh, young man in Columbia, South Carolina, shot the young 14 year old man in the back after leaving his fucking shitty ass hellhole of a gas station. Um, I've actually been there. Believe me, I wouldn't have recommend prior to the shooting, and definitely wouldn't recommend afterwards. But anyway, um, but on the second half of this show called the Audacity, I want to talk about something that is a little funny, but you know, but it's a hundred percent honest. And this is actually about a, a job that I actually worked actually uh, this year. Um, I actually am no longer there. You know, I'm in, wouldn't recommend that shit either the place was just a ghetto mess um and i you know i won't say the name of it because i don't you know don't want to give out too much information but i'm gonna tell you guys how a particular uh co-worker of mine had the fucking audacity with my ass and you guys know some of you all know i do my best to be professional and to be nice And oftentimes it is very, (laughs) very hard. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a scenario. Um, I'm working this job, right? And um, I'm kind of new to the place. I'm kind of feeling out, you know, the place. Of course, when we get to, you know, a job, we want to find someone or, you know, find someone who we can at least be cool with or have, you know, friendly uh, co-worker fun with or jokes and stuff like that. And then like somebody have your back um, when you need them and someone who can have you, you know, you can have their back when they need you as well. Um, I'm going to tell you about a time that I went out to eat with one of my coworkers and guys, let me tell you this. His coworker was to me was, you know, pretty cool. Um, you know, pretty young, you know, much younger than me or whatever. Um, we kicked, you know, we, me and this lady, uh, we always joked around we you know we had a pretty good very good working relationship and stuff like that and like uh, the job was so miserable to where like i think you know both of us found joy with one another um by joking or having little sidebar jokes or remarks about whatever was going on at work just to get through the fucking shift because the job sucked the leadership sucked like it just was shitty so um but at the same time we had fun and we made it fun amongst each other well one day I, as a co-worker, friend co-worker, because I'm a friend co-worker here, y'all. I decided that I, I had mentioned to this lady, I said, "Um, hey, you know what? Maybe one day, you know, after work or whatever the case may be, or when we have time, maybe we should go out to eat, and, you know, hang out a little bit. And the, the lady was, you know, she was cool with it. You know, she didn't really mind it or whatever. And I was like, cool. Now, let me give you guys a side note. At this particular time, you all, I had no intentions of anything with this coworker other than just being friendly coworkers. I had no romantic interest in this lady. I wasn't attracted to, I didn't find this lady remotely attractive. I didn't want to get to know her past anything other than being cool and laughing and giggling and talking about stuff and stuff like that. Anything further than that never crossed my mind. One, because like I said, I personally was not remotely attracted to this lady in that sense. So, so let's get back to the story. So she was cool with it. And, you know, I'm working, you know, working, you know, they're working us a lot. A couple of weeks go by and I kind of forgot that I told her that we should go out to eat. And then she kind of, you know, came up with, you know, reminded me a few times. And And at this point I was thinking, oh, shit, like, I, you know, like eh, I don't think I really want to do that because, um, like on my days off, I kind of at by this time, you know, I guess you can say I was kind of fickle. Like by this time, a couple of weeks had gone by. On my days off, I didn't really want to see any coworkers or anything like that. And I do remember this particular girl was like very nosy, like you know, like someone who wanted to know all your business, but was sneaky about how how, how she would approach. And, you know, I would watch her. And I remember one time she, you know, she asked me to. Um, can she uh, can I add her on my Facebook? And my initial reaction was thought in my mind was I don't add coworkers on Facebook. I don't add family members on Facebook. Like I don't do that. Like, girl, I already know you don't scope my Facebook out because our boss has already told me that you have already done it. You know, because our boss couldn't hold water. And this girl asked me, you know, she wants to add me to her Facebook. And and some people may say, well, Shane, you're cocky as hell. You know, you're, you're th- overthinking it. Well, I'm just going to be really honest. For, for a guy like me, if I'm not interested in you, I'm not interested in your fucking Snapchat. I'm not interested in your fucking Facebook and nothing like that. When it comes to anything serious. At the particular time, I didn't mind being cool with her, but a couple weeks have gone by and my interest level for everybody on this job just kind of was very low. Um, but I was fighting it and trying to make make best with it. But, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, she wants to get on my Facebook because I know this girl is very nosy and she likes to pry. And I even told her, I said, sorry, no. I said, yeah, because you're nosy. And she looked very shocked. Like she couldn't believe I noticed it. I'm like, hey, look, I told you I'm a wizard. I see everything just because I don't talk about it doesn't mean it doesn't exist my girl you're real nosy and if I was remotely interested in to you I would have sought out your uh Snapchat as well I mean your Facebook as well but I don't have any interest so I never thought to look you up on Facebook okay you know this is this is what I'm thinking so I was like okay Jarve, you got to be nice and um so I'm like okay cool I told her I said yeah sure and, you know, and she adds me or whatever, and I'm kind of, you know, kind of, what you want to call it, like, it's like, it's just like, ugh, I just broke my rule for someone that I'm not even remotely interested in, like, that to be following me, I mean, I don't have my own family members on Facebook, you know what I'm saying, so, like, why would I want a co-worker on my Facebook page or follow me on social media, um, I'm not interested in seeing what she posts, you know, what she's doing, I mean, I didn't dislike her, but that's just how I am, like, if, like, like, if I'm not interested in you, like, I'm not really that interested in knowing what you're doing and all this kind of stuff and giving you access to my business. Granted, if you go on my Facebook, Snapchat page, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, you're never going to get a hindsight eye view what the fuck I'm doing. You may get an idea of what I've done, but I don't keep people posted on there. But anyway, so I added this girl there or whatever, whatever. It was just kind of weird. And I was just like, yeah, she's going to get put into a category, um, where uh they get like a limited profile and I noticed that she put me as limited profile as well but I really didn't give a fuck. Like whatever. I just kind of kept it moving and whatnot. So let's get back to the story to where it was it's time to actually like go out to eat with one another. So uh one Saturday we decided to go out to eat. She picked some restaurant. It was like a uh like a Mexican restaurant and then she, I remember she was you know asking me, Oh, what are you gonna be wearing to the restaurant? And I was thinking, uh, I'm just going to throw in some clothes like I'm not coming out to be impressive. You know, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, like, what does she mean? Like, she can't possibly have an idea that I'm trying to date her or anything like that or or trying to like do anything like that, because I've given you no inclination with that, because anyone would tell you, I'm the kind of person, if I'm interested in you, if I want you, I'm going to pursue you. Um, and if not, I'm, I'm not going to pursue you, but I can be a very friendly guy. Some people may say overly friendly where people can get things misconstrued, but you know, I, it, it was just like, whatever. So she, you know, she's like, what are you going to wear and stuff like this? And I'm just thinking, I'm not wearing any, I don't really give a fuck. Like I might throw in some Adidas pants, a t-shirt and a cap and go like, I'm not trying to impress you, you know? So, you know, I forgot what I wore to be quite honest with you. <laughs> It probably wasn't much to talk about. So, you know, we meet up, we go, you know, we go to lunch, whatever. And I'm looking over the menu and I'm thinking, I am not a fan of Mexican food. I don't see shit on this damn menu that's interesting to me. But we're already here. So I got to make, I got to make way with it. So I order something, she orders something, whatever. And we order uh, drinks and, you know, she was very interested in like, you know, she kind of came off like she wanted to see me drink a lot. You know, and I and I'm just and it's just kinda like you have I have this motto, you have to watch people who watch you. You know? Like you have to like cause it's just kinda like what is your infatuation about me? Cause I'm not remotely infatuated about you. I don't care how you drink, what you drink, when you drink, and how you are when you drink. But why do you care about that with me? Like you're never gonna get on that level with me, sweetie. So, you know, we order one drink. And um stuff like that. And you know, the the food was pretty good, you know, and stuff like this. And we're talking and things like that. And you know, I'm looking around and I'm thinking to myself, holy crap, um, you know, this may be perceived as a date. If anybody walked in and saw us, they may perceive it as a date. And I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys a disclaimer. Before I reveal this information here, um, once again, I want to remind you guys you are listening to the Slick Talk podcast show where things get very slick and can get very nasty. So let me go ahead and hit you guys with a disclaimer here. So, my disclaimer with this situation was one, I wasn't remotely interested in this girl on anything past just being cool co workers. Two, this girl was also known with having trouble with male coworkers. She did not, mi- she did not, she did not mind reporting uh, these men for flirting with her. Um, there were three guys at the time at work who she kind of had an issue with. There was this one guy who was a temporary coworker who she claimed um, made passes at her, and I honestly kind of believed her that he might be was trying to gauge her. Um, you know, to see where she, you know, see where her idea would be as far as like maybe going out to eat with him or something like that. And she didn't really care for his advances. And the way she went about doing it, um, you know, was, you know, it was a little weird. She sent him a text message and stuff like that. And the guy was very weird. And I guess she, she didn't feel comfortable with him. Also, there was another guy on the job who was an older janitor who I guess might be was flirting with her and may have said some things that made her feel uncomfortable. So she didn't mind, you know, letting it be known and reporting him. Also, there was another older guy who worked with us who um, who was a former correction officer who who in her defense was very mouthy. And he honestly think he had a natural um, he had natural disrespect for women he didn't seem to respect women all that well I mean he didn't have a lot of respect for anybody but he was very disrespectful to women and also later on she was in a situation in the office where I was in the office and our boss was in the office where another co-worker who none of us liked um allegedly groped her or danced on her and she blew this thing into like into extreme proportions and um started crying and started putting on a whole a whole show and i'm thinking man girl are you trying to win an oscar or a, or an uh, academy award i don't know which one you're going for but good good because whatever you gotta do to get rid of this nigga please do that unfortunately the, the tears went you know went nowhere, the tears were for no cost. The guy wasn't removed. um he got reprimanded some kind of way that no one knows, or whatever. so with that being said, she's already gotten four guys in trouble of some sort for flirting her or, or talking to her um also disclaimer here for why I wasn't interested in this girl um I mean she was lazy I mean she was lazy, and when I say lazy this we were public safety officers and she did not want to do uh what do you call it uh uh, what do you call that thing she didn't want to go on patrol she didn't like to patrol so she made it seem like she was needed so much into the office to where she couldn't go patrol and she, you know, had the, the boss who made it seem like, oh, I need you here to help me do this and help me print this out and help me fill this out and do all this extra stuff. Well, she did. A, she did do a lot of extra stuff in the office. But out of all the officers in there, she barely was on the floor at least the time that I was there. And if you took a look, took one look at this lady, you would think to yourself. Yeah, you look like you don't want to walk around and patrol to be quite honest. You know, you look like you'd rather sit down on your ass all day and play on the computer and play on your iPad all this kind of stuff. So, so honestly, that in itself was was kind of uh, a red flag. I was like, yeah, I don't really I don't really like that. I don't I don't do nothing lazy. Um so also I started noticing I started hearing there were rumors going around about her and I and I was wondering well who's starting these rumors up and a part of me used to feel like maybe she was you know trying to put rumors up and things like that about you know stuff whatever I don't know but I was just wondering like why are people starting rumors and you know one time I thought maybe she was trying to use me as a beard you know to cover up something or whatever I don't know Um, but I never really asked her because I just was that uninterested in her on that level to even confront her about something like that. Um, also, uh, let me see, another thing was, and I'm just gonna go ahead and say this, guys. This may seem really mean, but I gotta be really honest. I'm a big dude, but this bitch wore a 4X polo shirt to work. Yeah, 4X. I ain't used to no lady like that. 4X? I remember she had a 4X shirt on, and I was thinking, whoa, I'm a big dude, and I wear an extra large. Maybe 2X. But you are wearing a 4X? Ugh! That was a major turnoff." And like, um... And also wearing a 4X shirt, this lady had no shape whatsoever. No shape at all. And the bad thing about it was people at work used to talk about it so bad about you know behind her back about you know she would wear leggings and things like this and and how you know she didn't have a shape whatever and some of the older ladies would say oh you know i'm 20 30 40 years older than her and i got a better shape than her she was a nice girl you know nice girl she had nice qualities about her but she just really you know was one of those kind of girls so you can tell just kind of like let themselves but who just let themselves go Um, and just just stop. Stop giving a fuck. And um, stuff like that. So, you know, and then for me, I'm not into big women. Never have, never will be. Not one time have I ever looked at a big woman and thought to myself, ooh, yummy. Because I'm a big guy and I don't even care for being big my damn self. So I definitely, if I'm hard on myself, it's okay for me to have a, a hard outlook on another big person, especially when they may be interested in me because to me that's offensive that's very that's I'm offended like no 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 um like you know yeah I'm not interested leave me alone don't even look at me like that that's gross um but luckily for me there were um there was this other lady who worked in the bakery department who who you know she she liked me whatever we exchanged you know information and stuff like that and that was more my that was more my speed um and stuff like that also um so that is a disclaimer about how I viewed this girl when it comes to looks and she was nice to talk with and she had a pretty good personality granted I do think that she could flip but see I walked a very fine line with her because I didn't want any trouble with anybody because I know how I can be and I see how she moved so I kept it very very um um, very basic, if that made any sense. So, uh, I remember one day I was talking about like, oh man, you know, I need to go out of town and stuff like this. I need to like have a weekend trip. And I had this girl thinking that I never did anything because she was just so fucking nosy, you know. So, I had her thinking I never did anything. All the while, on the weekends, I'm going doing this. I'm in Charleston. I'm doing this blah, 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 blah. But I kept her out of my business because you're just too fucking nosy. Like, why are you caring so much about what I'm doing and stuff? <sighs> so, um, so I remember her, we're in the office, and she wrote me a, le- a note, a little sl- slick note saying, you know, we can, um, go out of town together and, and rent a, and rent a, and go half on a hotel room. Y'all. <laughs> I, got out of that office so quick I I didn't even have it in me to answer that shit I was thinking go out of town with you and go half on a motherfucking room bitch I don't want your fat ass the fuck gross what the fuck are you talking about go half on a room I was like yeah sweetie yeah you got the wrong one you might want to you may want to go swim in the oceans that you're used to because you'll never get me on that level i'll be your friend all day i'll help you out i'll be like a big brother figure to you because i told her several times to let her know i said i looked at her as a as a younger as a younger sister now one time was i remotely interested in, in this large female like that i don't do glamazons and i definitely don't do amazons so i was just thinking this girl really is is delusional I'm Couldn't even touch you nor even go out of town with you. You know, I may let you think that because I don't want to be an asshole and and just be like, no. So, but I was just like, yeah, so I got at I got out of the office, and that was just a bit much. So, um, so let's go back to the so that's the disclaimer on that. So, this is my opinions and my impressions of this girl. So, we get so let's get back to the restaurant. So, we're eating and stuff like that, and this week this no like maybe a week prior i had well i had just got paid when we went out to eat or whatever and my stupid boss the chief of public safety she did something and and fucked up my hours on my time on my time where i only had five days on um on on my pay pay, paycheck i don't know what she was thinking whatever but it was only five days on the check so the check was fairly short And I was thinking, oh my God, you know, what's going on. So I had to do some research about it or whatever. So I was a little agitated and pissed about that. But, you know, sometimes there's nothing you can do but wait until you get another one or whatever. So, so, so I'm going, so I'm hanging out on a, on a, on a paycheck that was short, you know, or whatever. And, um, so I go out and eat with this girl. We sit and talking. I'm actually, you know, having a pretty good, you know, time or whatever. And, you know, it's time to, you know, for the bill to come. And I uh, tell the waiter, I was like, hey, you know, can you go ahead and bring the bill? And he was like, uh, do you want one or two? And I said, two. And she looked at him and said, oh, one. So I was like, oh, OK. Now, if we're being friends, you know, if, if like, let's be, let's be real here, y'all. If we're supposed to be friends, right. And you know that I just got a shitty paycheck. And you go out to eat with your friend and And they say, hey, don't worry, you know, you don't need two checks to the waiter. Just bring one. In that moment, you may think, oh, you must be going to pay for this meal or something. Right? Well, y'all, I was wrong. This bitch stiffed me with the fucking bill. And it was in this moment that I knew that I would never, ever (laughs) go back out to eat with this girl ever again. And I didn't. She, was, she used to make little remarks, whatever. And I would play along with it. But in my mind, I was thinking, bitch, I would never go out eat with you again. You you ain't my kind of cup of tea when it comes to that kind of shit. So, so the bill comes and like, she expects me to pay for her fucking meal on top of mine, this big fat bitch. You know? And I, you guys may say, well, damn, that's harsh. But if you were in my situation, you look across the table and this big bitch is getting you to pay for her fucking meal when she knows you just got a shitty check, And she's expecting you to pay for her meal and her drink or whatever, and you're not even interested in her like that. That was in that moment where I knew that this girl looked at me in a different light. Granted, weeks prior, I did suggest that we go out to eat. I should have said, We go out to eat and let's go do Dutch. I thought that was assumed because in that time, I didn't even know that she even thought I was remotely interested. right. I'm sorry about that, guys. I am back. Um, I had a little technical difficulties. But back to the story. At this particular point, I decided to go ahead and pay for the bill because I didn't want the confusion. And I knew like in that moment you did, you know, suggest that y'all go out to eat. Maybe she thought that, you know, since I'm a man that I should pay and stuff like this. But see, I'm used to hanging out with friends and we all pay our pay our separate way. I didn't look at her in that way. If I was remotely interested in her in a romantic level or anything like that, I would have paid for it, but I, you know, I would have offered to pay for it, but for her to sit there and assume that I should pay for it was the moment where I realized that I would never go out and eat or deal with this girl on that level ever again, and I never went anywhere with this girl. We were cool at work. I kept it cool at work, and that's all it went, um, and stuff like that, and I, I thought to myself, holy shit, what a bitch. You know, what a bitch move this lady made. I mean, I already knew that she had bitch, you know, bitchness in her. But it was just like, wow, you know, what a slick, fat bitch. And I'm sure she took that to our chief of public safety and had that woman thinking, oh, Jarve paid for your uh, meal and stuff like this. Oh, he's a good, swell guy and blah, 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 blah. I'm thinking both of y'all stupid. I'm not interested in her. I'm just trying to be nice, cause I know I can be very, very nasty. You know, I could take it there. Anything this woman could say to me, I could match it. You know, but I, I kept my cool, or whatever. But and I didn't say a, I didn't say a, a word to anybody about it, cause it was just annoying. But I just went ahead and paid the bill, and I remember thinking to myself, I just paid for a lady's meal who I'm not even remotely interested in. She just got a free free meal off me. You know, a big fat bitch. That was the. I think that was the part that was offensive (laughs) if it was any you know like say for instance the other girl who works some of the other ladies who work there who look nice and actually have a nice body and a nice shape and all this kind of stuff i probably wouldn't have cared but in this particular moment i'm paying for someone's meal that's the exact opposite of what i would remotely be interested in so so that was annoying and um like i said i never went out with this went out with her ever again and um so you know we 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 park so we leave the restaurant we park side by side earlier and you know we're chatting whatever and i'm just trying to just you know just not think too much about it in that moment or whatever so we're in my car we're sitting talking and chilling and stuff like that and then you know she gets out of the car and she she leans over to give me a hug and i was hesitant because i was just like i'm not really interested in hugging you Can we fist pump? You know? Can, I don't, I don't want to hug you. Because I, I just don't like you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... Ugh. There's no chemistry for me. Sorry. I don't, I don't even want to touch you. And if anybody knows me, they'll they'll tell you. I can be very OCD. So, when this lady got out of my car, she was a big girl. Big, big... Big old... Big old glamazon. So... I mean, she wasn't tall, but she just was just big, you know, and it was just like, this just like, man, like that is just too much. So anyway, when she gets out of the car and gets in her car and goes away, I'm driving off. I look over on my on my passenger's window and realize that her arm meat because she had her arm, her arms out, her arm fat and back fat or whatever that was, was scared smeared on my window and I guess she may have had lotion on her on her or um Vaseline or something I don't know but it was a big smear all over my window because her sitting inside of my sedan I guess her arms just flayed over and smashed up against the window and and just made a big print you know smudge and I was just like oh my god that is ridiculous so then um you know, I, I, you know, I, the dates over and all this kind of stuff like this. And I'm still being cool with it because I got to work with the lady. And uh, so one time we sit in the car at work on lunch break. She sit in my car again and I forgot that she did this. And she goes and does it again. She goes and does it again and smears my my window or whatever. And I said, you know what? Yeah, I can't have her in my car no more. Like, mm-mm. like, nah, that's that's you got big people getting your shit that break your shit up you know um and all this kind of stuff like that um especially you know ones who who just just think oh i got pretty hair that makes me pretty it's just kind of like yeah nah, it's more than that but anyway guys so that was that was how i got stiffed um, with paying a bill um, with a co worker, and it, it was just really, really crappy. Have you guys ever been stiff paying a bill for someone um, because you just really didn't feel like being an asshole or whatever, but you said to yourself, I just know I'll go ahead and pay this this time, but we will never do this again just to save face? Have you ever been one of those? Have you ever been in a situation where I have? Also, I recently left that job and. Um as I left their job, some drama happened with the same co-worker. And um well basically another co-worker said that our that our boss was telling her that after a uh, event that me and this big girl and her and um, some people went to uh at a gala that I had hooked up with this big lady and her friend after the gala which was a bold-faced lie and it was a gross nasty lie that anybody could spread out i don't know if the big fat girl started the rumor or whatever or, or, or mentioned something like that to the chief to make her think that we had something going on i don't know but it was a crazy nasty rumor that i did not care for and um so I called the girl and let her know that this is was, you know, because she had already just quit the job. Um, and I was, you know, on my way out the door because I had her had another job lined up or whatever. And I called her and let her know that this was going on. And, um, and I told her, I was like, you know what, don't worry about it. I'm going to handle it because I already had a little plan for it anyway um, to handle it. Well, next thing I know, a couple minutes later, I get a phone call from the boss and I'm just kind of like not interested in talking to her to the um my chief at the time and I get another phone call from another co-worker who is explaining to me what's going on what well, comes to find out the big fat girl sister allegedly confronts our boss and cusses her out or allegedly um threatens her or whatever and all kind of stuff like this and all this blew out of proportion and all this kind of stuff and it was just kind of like Oh, man, this is a lot of drama here. Like, I told you I got it and stuff like this. But I understand, you are you know, I gave her respect. She's a grown woman. Some of the, the, uh, you know, the rumors involved her. She did what she felt was was best. I thought it was shitty. Anybody can get cussed out over the phone, you know. Anybody can get threatened over the phone. That's not going to do nothing. Um, People who spread rumors on your job, especially your boss, you have to hit them in your pocket. And that's what I was going to do. I was going to get a case going on against her. With the human resource department. But I guess old big bitch couldn't be in control of her feelings or whatever. So she told her big sister who is, you know, you know, the grim reaper of the universe is going to scare everybody and calls this woman and curses her out. A police officer now calls a police officer to curse her out and threaten her about a rumor about her sister. And. I was going, I was going to just, you know, just deal with it. And I remember I was at the gym that day, y'all. And I said, you know what? I don't got to do deal with any of this ever again. I don't have to work here no more. I'm already leaving. I don't have to talk to the chief. I don't got to talk to any of these co-workers. I don't like none of them, Um, maybe except one who I'm cool with today, till this day. But anyway, but everybody else, I, you know, don't really care for like that on that level. And I was still in my mind somewhat cool with the lady, you know, the girl who, you know, who stiffed me for the uh, bill at the restaurant. But also, you know, I don't see us growing a friendship. You know, I never saw us really growing a friendship because one, we we're just way different. You know, we just there's age different. We saw the world differently. Um, I mean, we had some similarities, them, but not enough to like if we're not working together, like to still be fucking with each other like that. So um, I thought about it and I was just like, you know, I don't, you know, she moves a little strange. So, you know, she did what she did, I respect it. But here on out, I want nothing to do with none of y'all. So I don't have anything to do with any of them coworkers. None of them. I don't have nothing to do with her was more than happy to, you know, to officially remove her from, you know, the Facebook thing. Um, And I didn't do that to be nasty just because I just never really wanted to there from the beginning, you know? Um, And I decided to just, just be brand new. Just, just go ahead and be brand new because, you know, I'm just starting a new job where I'm getting paid more money. um, And I actually love this job by the way. And also I am starting school and I had a lot going on. It was time to bury the hatchet. It was time to put some things to rest and that's what I did. I don't hate any of those people. You know what I'm saying? I wish them all the best. Even the girl who stiffed me with the uh, with the lunch. You know, I really do. I wish I really do wish wish her all the best. I know she at some point was trying to work on her weight because I understand the struggle and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, that's not my problem. That's yours. I wish the best. You handle your business. I'll be over here handling my business. There's no ill will. It's just like yeah. Like there's too much going on. That was too much. It was time to move forward. You go my you go handle your stuff was kind of my thing. Um, and I remember removing everybody from my phone and, and all this kind of stuff like that. And she had my second phone number and I think she sent me a message, but I was so, un- I was so over it that day, guys. I didn't read no messages, no nothing. I just went brand new, changed all my phone numbers, <laughs> did all of that stuff because I just, I just didn't care anymore. Like, I was over being aggravated. I just got to the point where I just really didn't care. However, anybody perceived me or thought of me moving forward, I just didn't give a fuck. But anyway, guys, that's enough of talking y'all's head off about the fucking audacity of some people in this world. The audacity to make a man take pay for your meal when he's not even interested in you but you're interested in him in hindsight if you was remotely interested in this guy let's be real your ass should pay that's how it should be you cannot be expecting to be pursued by someone who's not pursuing you but you have interested interest in, interest in him, and expect him to pay for you if you needed a free meal hey you got you your free meal whatever but um but moving forward i don't operate like that and just because i don't talk about my love life what's going on in my house or wherever the fuck i'm living whatever i'm doing don't mean it doesn't exist it just mean it's none of your business for real none of your business anyway guys that's enough of the slick talk show with Shane Amon. i appreciate you all for listening And I just wanted to remind you again, um, Rick Shaw, the owner of that gas station who killed that young black man has his ass in jail and hopefully he never gets out of jail. And I love it. But anyway, guys, I appreciate you all for listening. I love you. Also, I want to let you know this show is called slick talk podcast show. It is supposed to be, um, you know, slick or whatever, but it's also in fun. And it's also event session for me. And I appreciate you all for listening. But until next time, you guys, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye!